Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In this Friday's message, Bishop Dag will assure you that there is no need for a Christian to be afraid of death once you have faith and believe that God is walking with you and is by your side. Today, Bishop Dag will deliver a timely word to you about moving from life to death, and he will cause you to think what will happen once you stand before God and give account for how you spent your life. After this message, I believe you will start to develop a mind and state of readiness for the eventuality of death and to be eternity-minded. Be blessed by today's word. We are all frightened of the idea, the thought that, you know, of death. You know, I'll be in the mortuary, I'll feel cold, there'll be nobody there that I know and so on. And so people don't like the idea of, of dying. And so we are afraid. Now, if the Lord is your shepherd, I want you to know something today that you will be able to not be afraid of death if the Lord is your shepherd. If the Lord is not your shepherd, you better be afraid. I said, if the Lord is not your shepherd, you better be scared. There are only four reasons why you should be afraid of death. Only four reasons. Maybe five, but let's say four. Reason number one, why you should be afraid of death, is if you are not born again. If you are not born again, you, 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 should, you, you, you have a right to be scared. If I was you, I would be scared. It's frightening to live on this earth without being born again. Because Jesus said, except a man is born again, he shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen. And so, if you are not born again, you are in danger of going to hell. One day I spoke to somebody, I said to to the person, I said, you know, if I was you, I would be afraid to walk out of this place. I'll be afraid to walk on the street. I'll be afraid to go home. I'll be afraid to close my eyes to sleep. Because if you are not born again and you die, you will go to hell, no matter who you are. You may be the managing director of your company. You may be the boss at your workplace. You may earn 100 million cities a a month or a year. It doesn't matter. The Bible says, and the rich man died, and in hell. In fact, there are more big shots in hell than you would want to think about. The Bible calls it, the Bible says in Isaiah, the chief ones of the earth are there. Because the Bible says, how hardly shall a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven. How difficult it is for rich and proud people. Sometimes watching us on television and, and you just look down on, on, the, on, on the church and on the, on the pastor and on the preaching and, and you despise it in your heart. And I understand because the Bible says, how hardly shall a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven. And, and if I was you and I was not born again, I'll be very frightened because if you are, you, this is your only chance on this earth to be important. After this, after this era ends, you will never be important again. You are going to hell. So if I was you, I would be afraid. 
This is the only chance you have to be called general. Nobody will call you general again after this F. Nobody will call you boss. Nobody will say sir. Ever again. This is your last chance. In fact, this is your last chance to be called Mr. President or uh, Mr. Minister or Your Excellency or His Excellency or Your Honor. This is your last chance. So if I was you, I would be scared. How many would be scared? I would be scared. Because you never have it. Nobody is going to Nobody is going to give you that honor anymore. You are going to help. Just uh, two days ago, I was passing by and some people were burning some bushes. And the sound of crackling. Fire. When I heard, I said, man, if this is what fire is and this is what hell is, please show me the way out. This is your only opportunity to be important. This is your only opportunity to have a good time. This is the end. The end is approach the end of being bl- being happy, or if you call that happiness, it's, 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 it's just about to happen. So if you are the Lord has become your shepherd, and you've gotten to the place where you do not want, and the Lord is really your shepherd, he would have led you and you would have given your life to him, you'll be born again. Jesus said, what shall it, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? So you must be born again. I said you must be born. John 3, 3, 4, 5, 6. You must be born again. It's in the Bible. You have to be born again. Except a man is born again. He cannot go to heaven. He cannot go. To, it's in every Bible. It's in the charismatic Bible. It's in the Catholic Bible. It's in the Methodist Bible. It's the Presbyterian Bible. It is in the every Bible. It is there. It is there. It says except the man is born again. He cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's not a charismatic doctrine. It's something in the Bible. So if I was you, and I was not born again, I would be afraid. Now when you are born again, there are many people who are born again who do not follow the Lord. Oh yes, they don't follow the Lord at all. There are children of God, and there are children of God. There are children of God, one of the words for the, for the word son is the word technon. And another word for the, the, the word son in the Greek is the, is the word huios. And one of them means you are a son by, by right and by having been born into that house. Another one, the huios means you are a son by virtue. You have taken on the character and the traits of your father. And there are lots of sons who are just sons because by birth and by right, they are children of God. But by their character and by their behavior, they are definitely not children of God. They don't look it at all. You can't really call them wheels. You can call them techno. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so there are many Christians who do not really follow the Lord. And if I were you, and I was going to die, I would also be afraid. Because there are some very frightening things that Jesus said. He said, and that's why I'm, I'm giving you four reasons why you should be afraid of them. But if you are really following the Lord, you will not be afraid. You'll be like uh, uh, John Wesley when he was dying. Uh, what did he say? All, all, uh, the best of all is that God is with us. You'll be like the other heroes who when they were dying, they were, they were confident. And they said, is this dying? Oh, it is sweet living. Is this death? Is it, uh, you'll, be like, you'll be like the righteous people who when they were dying, they said, I can see angels. I can see the gates of heaven. I can see angels beckoning me and, and welcoming me. But if the Lord is not leaving you, and you are, you, you, you've led a life your own way, and you are, you are just about to die, if I were you, I would, I would also be afraid. 
And I'm giving you four reasons. The first reason is because Jesus said, many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, I did this in your name. I did this in your name. I did that in your name. And the Lord will say, get out. I never knew you. Can you work for somebody and in his name and not know him? Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. I've, I've experienced it. I've had people who have worked for me and in my name who don't know me. And who didn't know what I really believe and didn't really know what I, I was standing for. And they've done great things in, on my behalf and in my name. But they, didn't really, they weren't really people who I could say they knew me. Or I knew them. They were very far. Yes, you can be in a church. <laughs> you can be in a church, in a, in a church and... And, and be around and see the people and lift up your hand and do all the things that everyone does. But you may personally not know the Lord. Even pastors don't know the Lord. There are a lot of pastors who are act, very active, like Jonah. Active, 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 running around, preaching and so on, but running away from the presence of the Lord. Never really having a personal relationship with the Lord. Jonah was always running away from the presence of the Lord. He ran far, as far as he could go from the presence of the Lord. And many of us are running away from the presence of God. We don't have quiet times. They don't pray. They don't personally have any relationship with God. And so you've got to be careful. Don't think that because I'm a member of a so-and-so church or because I'm, a, I'm registered, because of this, the register of our church, our, re, our book, it's not the register of heaven. Amen. I said the register, we have a membership book. That book is not a book that was sent to us from heaven. We printed it just here in Accra. Come on. Come on. So if you are going to use that to guide you and to, to deceive you that I've registered in the church, therefore I'm registered in heaven, it is a mistake. Everybody here should examine himself. Whether we are really, we really have a personal relationship you know that thing we say i've received jesus christ as my personal savior personal savior personal it's not a group thing the other day i was coming to church with my children my two boys and when we got to a point i i tend i told them you know i said david and joshua i want you to listen i said a day will come when you will have to decide for yourself whether you want to be christians or not I told them the fact that we are all in a family doesn't mean the whole family is going to go to heaven. Some of us may go to heaven and some of us may go to hell. God forbid, but you have to decide for yourself. It's not like a group thing. We are, we are all going. No. Husband could go to heaven, wife could go to hell. Wife could go to heaven, husband could go to hell. Wife could go to heaven, two of the children could go to heaven, husband would go to hell, and one of the children could also go to hell. It's an individual, even when you get to heaven, no people who are married will not be married. You see each other and say, Charlie, how? Everything okay? I'll see you. I'm, I'm working on some projects, uh, some mountain in heaven. So there's no, you know how it is, we feel we are together, we are all going to, we are going to church. No, 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 no. Think about yourself. I never knew you. God says, I am looking for a man, not for men. Not for a group, for a man. God deals with you as an individual. So remember that you must know God personally. 
Even pastors, we can have the title reverence. Pastors, bishops, what have you. But we have to know him ourselves in our heart. We have to relate with him. We have to pray personally and know God personally. Many people have taken their churches like a, a football team, you know. Like someone say, I'm a heart supporter. I'm Olympic supporter. I support Manchester United. I support Liverpool. Even in Ghana, people are supporting those teams. Now, people have also began to take churches like that. Like, okay, me, I'm in Lighthouse. Me, I follow Bishop Dag. So I say, oh, I follow Bishop Ajinasari. So I, say, I follow uh, Otabel. So I, say, I follow Duncan Williams. And we, you've taken us like football teams. We are not football teams. You, look, it's not a matter of like, I've chosen which charismatic church or which political party to follow. You must know God personally. So if you are going to die and you don't really know him, you don't really talk to him, then I would be afraid because I would be afraid that one day I will stand before him and I will say, oh, I was in the church. Ah, I was in the choir. Ah, I gave money to, the, to buy their buses. Ah, Lord, I, I, was, I, I used to sit on the right side. I used to sit on the left side. Lord, I paid my tithes. Yes, sir. You cast out devils even in his name. But you know what? why the devils went? They went out because of his name. Not because of you. They went out because of his name, not because of you. His name was working. The Bible says in Acts 4 that his name through faith in his name has made this man whole. It is the name that makes the thing work, not you. Number two, I will be afraid if I get to heaven and I am told. Um, There is nothing to show for all the time that you lived on earth. There's nothing to show here. Nothing. What do you mean by nothing? Turn with me to Luke chapter 12. Luke 12. And I want you to read a parable that you all know. And he spake a parable unto them saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns, and I will build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, are you with me? Luke chapter 12, verse 19. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? The answer is very simple. If you didn't write a will according to the interstate, what do you call it? Succession law, interstate. Is it interstate? Intestate. Succession law will share your things. Or if you wrote a will, it will be given to your Whoever you wrote your things to should go to. Whether they are wise or foolish, it will go to them. Verse 21. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. It's not rich. Pastor Hashi, it's not rich towards God. Are you rich towards God? If you are a believer, you must be rich toward God. You must ask yourself, what have I done to help the kingdom of God? 
What have I done to help the work of God and to have done to enhance the kingdom of God and to move the kingdom of God forward? Not just what am I doing on this earth to make myself rich. To make myself things better for myself. To make me do well. To make me marry. To make me get whatever I need. But you must ask yourself, what have I done to help the work of God? So if I was you, and I was going to die, and I realized that I have nothing, when you go, you just say, hey, Lord, I've got, um, I've got some shares with Ashanti Goldfields, and uh, some shares with Standard Chartered Bank, and some shares with um, uh, where? Unilever. And so, Lord, I think that, um, no, there's no Unilever in heaven. Ashanti gold is not needed in heaven at all. The streets are made of gold. I said the streets are made of gold. Amen. It's not needed. Nothing that you acquire on this earth will be useful. So if I was going to die, and the Lord, if I was going to die, and I, I am not sure that when I get to heaven, I'm just going to be able to talk about my money, my bank account, what I have, my education, PhD, what is PhD? PhD, master's, doctorate, BSc, BA. These things are nothing. Even degrees, you can carry a degree from Ghana to America and it loses its value. How many know that you can go from Ghana to America? Your degree is not. You say, I'm a nurse. Somebody say, We don't recognize you. Go start all over again. You go somewhere, say, I'm a doctor. I say, We don't know you. You show them paper, it means that how much more from earth to heaven? Your paper will get you nowhere. So you need to decide, I am going to get something spiritual as well to add to my works. Amen. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 14. Revelations 14. Revelations 14, 13. And I heard a voice from heaven crying and saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works. Do follow them. What follows you to heaven? Your works. Your works. Now, if the Lord is really your shepherd and you shall not want, you know, God will have been leading you to do the work of God. He would have been leading you to get involved. He would have been leading you and say, put your hand to the plow. Whichever church you belong to, help, get involved, do something. Don't just sit and look. Don't just become an observer, a spectator, watching us as we preach. We are not puppets. We are not actors. We are helpers. We are trying to help you to get involved in the work of God so that you will have something. Recently at the crusade, I said to somebody, I said, this may be the only soul that you ever win. Better go and win it. Lest when you arrive in heaven, you, you'll, be, you'll be so hot. You have nothing to say, nothing to show. He says, I heard a voice crying from heaven. Blessed are the dead. You know, when people die in Ghana, I don't know what they do in Nigeria, but here, they don't put shoes on them. I remember when my father died, he was lying, lying in the coffin. I said, where are the shoes? They said, no shoes. I said, why? I said, if you put shoes on, he may come and walk in the house. Again. 
you hear him walking. Ka, 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 ka. So even to heaven, you can't take shoes. Think about all the shoes which you can't even find one pair. Some of you, you can't find some of the shoes. All that you have. No shoes, no clothes, nothing. You can't take it with you. You can't. I remember when my father was lying in the coffee, somebody came with, that time, 20,000 cities was a lot of money. And he came to put it. I said, no, no, I need that 20,000 more than he needs that 20,000. What is he going to do with it? I need it. Leave it here. Somebody dies, you're giving 100,000 to cross the river. Oh, please. We need more of the 100,000 here to cross the river. There is nothing you can take. What can you take? He says, and their works do follow them. When I go to heaven, my works will follow me. Somehow God has a computer system which computerizes your works and categorizes churches, souls, contributions, finances, water. Anything you do, if there's a computer system, you've just discovered computers. Computers have been in heaven for a long time. There's a computer system which is categorizing your involvement. You keep watching us. Bible says even a glass of water that you, 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 you stretch out your hand to give to a prophet, you will not, you will not lose your reward for that. Right. I remember when we went to start our church in America, one of my classmates, friends, I said, well, we don't know anybody here. We want to start a church in New York. Help us. And he said, stay in my house. He opened his house. I went to live in his house. And after me, Pastor Eddie lived there. And we all lived there. And, and, and he just said, stay here. Then we needed to move around and to do things. He helped us. Helped us to get a car. When we got a car, he, he got the car in his name. So that we could operate because we were not registered. He, he made so many things possible. Today, Lighthouse has large churches all over in, in America. But somebody opened the door and said, come. Come, I'll help you. And stay. All these things have their reward. Every, every Pessoa, every CD, we don't use Pessoa, CDs, dollars, everything you give, even if they don't use it well, you gave it to God. God is counting it. God is categorized. It's a computer system. I believe it so much. I remember when I first started preaching. And people would come forward to give their life to Christ. I was the happiest man. I would count them. Say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve. Then the next time I preach, one, two, three, four, five, twenty-four. You know, and I, I, I would say, my account is building up seriously. But the point came, I couldn't count the souls anymore. So I stopped counting. So I'm trusting the angels. When I get to heaven, I said, look, I hope you counted the thing very well. I hope you counted it well. I don't want any missing souls at all. Hallelujah. Every step you took to to involve yourself with the poor, God will help you. God will reward you. God will remember you. Your works do follow you. But when you go to heaven and you've been so selfish, all your life is to help yourself. Selfish means help yourself. Selfish. You are self-oriented. Not God-oriented and other people and the church-oriented. You are oriented towards yourself. I, I, would, I would fear for you. I would be afraid. So, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah, don't throw, yeah, throw, 
Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the Alfiano, you will fear no evil if the Lord has been your shepherd. And if the Lord has been your shepherd, he has been leading you to help his work and to do his work all these years. And if you didn't follow him, you've not been walking with the Lord, and therefore he is not your shepherd. And therefore, as you die, I, I agree with you that it's good to be afraid because what is coming? The next reason why I'll be afraid is if I didn't use all the talents that God gave me, I would be afraid. God gave you two talents and you buried it. God gave you five talents, you buried it. I'll be afraid. You could sing and you didn't sing. I'll be afraid. One day I told the sister, I said, you know, the way you sing, eh? the way your voice is, and the gift, you know, I try to sing and sometimes it doesn't work. I try to sing, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes I try to learn a song and I realize I can't learn. Some people, they hear the song once, once. When they hear it, well, they can sing it immediately. The, the, the song comes and they start. Ah, hear these praises with a grateful heart. Immediately they sing it. I said, look, it's not everybody who can do that. Some people have got a voice to pray. They don't pray. They buried it. Not everybody can stay in one place for a long time and pray. And you don't pray. You don't help. You don't help. You don't help. Some people know about technical things. Some of you know how to play instruments. As we struggle sometimes with the same, some of you can sing. You don't want to join the choir. And you're sitting down and in the name of babies, in the name of pregnancies, in the name of later, in the name of see you, in the name of I'm busy, in the name of I'm too big, too big, too important, too great, too blessed to be among these little, you know, riffraff children. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what you are saying. No, I'm not the one saying that. I would be afraid if I was you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, bind that wicked servant and cast him into outer darkness. When I read Rejoiner's book, The Final Quest, he said that there is an outer darkness in heaven. He said that there is outer darkness in heaven. And the outer darkness is very different from the other part of heaven. And that all the people, the Christians who have not done whatever, they were in the outer darkness. And the outer darkness compared to the main place is so fantastically different. Some of you think it is hell. It's like you are born again, so you won't go there. You don't understand. Even in heaven, there is a place that compared to the main actual arena, Oxford Street of heaven. Sir, you know, outer darkness avenue. You wouldn't want to be there for all the rice in China. So if I was you, and I haven't done. I haven't used my talent. I've buried it. I've buried my money. Ah, Lord, ah, I didn't know I would die. I'm in heaven. Ah, Lord, I've got some money in the bank. I would like to give it to the church. Ah, give it now, please. Because your descendants are more wicked than you. They will not also give it. They, those who came after you, who you've written, they will. They are saying that this one, their jackpot. The man has died. We are going to use this house. We are going to use this money. They will never release it. If you have something to give, give it now. So that when you get to heaven, something small can be said for you. Oh yeah. If I was going to die and I knew that I buried all my gifts. I spoke to one of my pastors and he said to me, he said, I'm afraid not to be a pastor. He said, God called me. I'm afraid to do anything else. He's an architect. He said, I'm afraid to do anything else. Like Paul said, woe is me. I know the trouble. I know I'll be afraid to go to heaven if I do not preach when I know that I'm supposed to preach and I'm called to preach. I'm afraid. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's leading you. He's leading you, one thing he's leading you to, he's leading you to get ready for heaven. So that when you are in, maybe it's a car, and you can see that in LA, you are going to die. Or maybe it's a sickness, and you can see that in LA, I'm going to die. Or maybe uh, uh, unexpected something is happening. You can see this one, I'm going to die. You'll be confident and you say, ah, ah, come, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Not that when you are going to die, then you start weaving, weaving on yourself. You see, some of you, you will urinate on yourself when you, when you see that you are about to enter heaven. One brother was telling us he was working in a country abroad and he didn't have papers. And then one day he was in the factory. And somebody came to call him, said that some people are, your friend is looking for you outside. And he was using somebody's passport, somebody's name. So he said, when he went out there, it wasn't any friend, it was the police. He said, as soon as he saw the police, he just weaved on himself over there. He knew that it was over. Some of you, when you go to heaven, uh, you just weave on yourself. You realize that a big trouble has come. Because all these verses will be replayed to you. There's one more the Lord is telling me I should t- tell them. Don't, don't, don't tell them. There's one more. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, your work will be tried of what sort it is. What kind. Even though you do work, what type of work? It will be tried. So if your work you've done is not good quality, it will burn and vanish. So if I was you and you've been doing the work of God with a rough hand, I don't care. I would be afraid. Oh yeah, I'll be afraid. I'll be afraid. I'll be afraid if I was not a believer. I'll be afraid if I was a believer and I didn't really know God. I'll be afraid if I was a believer and I didn't do his work. I'll be afraid if I don't have anything to show. All my life is earthly oriented, just laying out preachers. I'll be afraid if I did work for God and it wasn't the right kind of work. It was out of a bad motive. I'll be afraid. Oh yeah. I, I, I would be afraid as I walk through that valley of the shadow of death. But I see today, God is taking... How many don't want to be afraid? How many don't want to be afraid? Today, it's a day of God is saying, change, repent. Align yourself. You know, if you are in this church, your judgment will be different from if you are in Methodist. You know that. And your judgment will be different from if you are in Anglican. And your judgment will be different from if you are in Central. And your judgment will be different from if you are in um, Action. And your judgment will be different from if you are in Charismatic Evangelistic Ministry. And your judgment will be different if, from if you are in a, a T.D. Jakes Church. Because you see, you will be judged by what was given to you. To whom much is given, much is required. That you know. So if God gives you X, the, the accounting time is going, is going to base, be based on that. You can't ask me questions on dy dx when you haven't taught me dy dx. You can't examine me on that. I didn't know it. I don't have it. But if it was presented to you, like you see, I keep talking. I keep telling you, get involved. With us. Don't just keep watching us. Help. Do something. Get involved. Join a micro church. Get involved in the crusade. Do whatever you can do to help. Help to find out. Do some, help. Open doors. Do whatever you can do. You've heard all this. You'll be judged for it. But somebody else will have heard something and they'll be judged for what also they heard. Everybody's going to have a different judgment. Father, thank you in Jesus' name for preparing us so that on that day, we will be ready in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for an enhancement of your people, a readiness that comes into our spirit in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, everyone. 
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.